0: i work the number for him.com and now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for hearing more about connecting what we learn on sunday with what we do in our nine to five this is the i work for him podcast
1: however you're listening to the show today we ask that you would do a couple of things but this is the number one priority for today go out to the i work for him listener line it's very hard for me to get out of my mouth today Go out to the iWorkframe listener line, 866-713-9675-813. And how about this? Eight, six, I came, Michael, you got to help me out of this. 866-713-9675-866-713-WORK. And call and give a testimonial at iWorkframe. We're about ready to do our five-year anniversary show. And if you've been listening to I work for him for any amount of time and you've got a, just a, an appreciation like to put out there that may get played live on the air on the 16th of April, please call the listener line and leave us a one minute message of, of encouragement and thank you for what i work for him has meant to you 866-713-9675 and martha made sure that i made i got that out there on the air today all right so here's the deal shout out to all of our stations all over tampa bay all over jacksonville all over Carrollton, georgia st augustine georgia Folkestone, georgia jasper florida all, however you're listening to the show today just know that you've been prayed for that something we say today will cause you to dig deeper in your faith and in connecting what you hear on sunday with what you do in your nine to five stress It's one of those things that impacts all of us, but all of us deal with it a little differently. How do you deal with stress? Does it tear you up, motivate you, make you sick, or excite you? How does stress impact your walk with Jesus, your marriage, your family relationship, your workplace, your business? Today, we're going to talk with Todd Hopkins from Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning, about his latest book. And listen, he's written a lot of books. This book is a fantastic book. It's called The Stressless Business Owner 10 Guiding Disciplines for a Stressless Business and Life. Now, understand before we introduce Todd Hopkins and his, his sidekick today, Scott Ramsey, this book is not one of those books you read where, where Todd takes out his doctorate and writes about these 10 guiding disciplines for a stressless business in life. No. He tells a story of a guy named Bill who runs a well, a cleaning business. Imagine that. And how Bill is impacted by these 10 guiding disciplines and so many more things. Todd Hopkins, Scott Ramsey, welcome to iWork for Him. Thanks, Jim. Hey, it's thanks glad for to, having great us. Great to be here. Todd, you've been on the air with us many, many times. This is only, Scott was able to sneak on a couple weeks ago for three minutes. Uh, it's, why don't you introduce Scott and what his role is now in Tampa Bay?
2: Sure. Well, um, great to be here and it's great to have Scott Ramsey with us. So Scott and his wife, Carmen, have been Office Pride franchisees for 13 years in Indiana and uh, have always kind of dreamed of the warm weather and it, it just ended up being a win-win for all of us that they uh, made the move to Tampa Bay. Carmen has joined our staff as a field trainer. And then Scott is specifically focused on the uh, Tampa Bay market to help us grow our Office Pride franchises. Getting today. some more franchises.
1: We're going to talk Absolutely. about that a lot today, yeah. but you've got, Scott, you've got franchise openings for people all over Tampa Bay, right? I mean, because you know this reach is going from North Fort Myers to just south of Ocala all the way over to Disney. You got room for people?
3: Yes, Brandon, North Tampa, St. Pete, Jacksonville, and beyond. All right. So when we come
1: back to that topic, we're going to deal with that a lot more. But, Todd, I want to talk about this latest book. Yep. The Stress Less Business Owner. Not the stressed less business owner. There's no ED there. The stress less business owner. Not not completely stress-free, but a stress. He's got less stress Business owner, absolutely. All right. all right. Now that I've gotten that out of there, all right. Why did you write this book? Did Michelle
2: make you write this book? Did she say, "Honey, I think you're a little stressed. You need to write another book"? Well, she she still <clears throat> can't believe I wrote the book. Actually, I mean, she she has witnessed a lifetime of stress. And but um, the <laughs> reason she's been married to you for how many years? Uh, Twenty. So we're almost twenty-eight years. All right. Yeah, twenty-eight years in June. So. um Uh, But we've been through uh, a lot and I've I've inflicted a lot of stress on our family, certainly as an entrepreneur and starting a business and then just, you know, wanting to relive every single mistake and, and all these kind of things. Uh, But what really caused me to write the book is in 2012, um, all of a sudden, you know, I started having arm pain, um, a little chest pain. I went to see the doctor and and he popped the EKG on me and, and uh, it started going crazy and, He said, Todd, you're either in the middle of a heart attack or you're about to have one. I'm sending you to the emergency room. Got to the emergency room. Everything's happening so fast. 46 years old. And I'm laying there on a a stretcher and they've got all kinds of things attached to me. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I've got a wonderful wife. I've got three great kids. My business is awesome. I love the Lord with all my heart. Surely this isn't how it ends for me. And um, by the grace of God... Uh, everything turned out okay. You know, he did a heart catheterization. Uh, God answered some prayer there, and uh, I was fine, And but it was a wake-up call. And then in January 2016, I was in church, and our pastor challenged us to pick a word that would define us for the year. And I wrote down stressless. I thought, I'm I'm done with this. I've got to claim a stress free life or at least a stress less life. I learned later stressless isn't really a word. You know that's okay. Uh, I'm
1: sure God forgives so, you for that so one. So I
2: made uh, two words, stress less, and then I started diving in to try to figure out how do I start eliminating stress from my life. And every time I, I felt stress, I just started asking God and seeking his face Ended up with ten disciplines for a stress less business and life. Scott Ramsey, you've been working alongside
1: Todd Hopkins as Todd said for 13 years. You guys had a franchise as part of the Office Pride commercial office cleaning services business. As a franchisee, have you seen the difference in Todd Hopkins pre 2012 and post 2012?
3: Well, I think something about Todd is even if he was carrying the stress, you didn't see it Uh, because Todd Todd knew, you know the. The, the kind of uh, challenges we were up against as a franchisee. And so he always came across as, you know, cool as a pickle, right? And, um, but, uh, you know, he, he really gave us the tools that we needed to, to be better at our business. So I didn't personally notice a whole lot of that difference. And so I think that's part of what Todd was describing is on the outside, you really didn't see it too much, but on the inside, it was tearing him up.
1: So really, Todd, we should have had Michelle on the show today to yeah. say, well, here's the Todd before 2012, here's the Todd to after 2012. What do you think she would say? Oh, man. How, what's the impact well, been I'm, at home?
2: I, I Well, it's been great. We and, can arrange for her to call into the show if you'd like. Well, she, she's uh, No, I told her she couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> she, she, uh, she's seen a big difference, I mean, for both of us. Our, our marriage is so much better. You know, when we live a life that's full of stress, our employees don't want to work for a person like that. Uh, The wives don't enjoy being married to someone like that. Uh, The kids have have challenges with it. So to be able to, like Scott said, I probably did a better job with it at work, but a lot of times when it would... Uh, show itself would be at home. So uh, it's been great, and God's blessed our marriage because i uh, been able to get a hold, handle on this stress. And you just said something that was so powerful, so true, that so often we're able to manage our emotions
1: and all of the garbage getting thrown at us during the day. When we get home, we kind of let down our guard, and our family, those that we love the most, tend to reap our
2: destructive behaviors because we've been – Pretending all day long, and we kind of unload when we get home. Yeah, and I'm one of those type people. It's hard for me to relax, and uh, so you know everything was intense for me, and and that's really not the way things should be, and especially at home. Uh, so uh, Michelle has seen a huge difference, uh, for sure. And uh, now she um, she still cracks up at the thought that that I could be going around teaching stress less workshops and things like that. But <laughs> I tell you, it's changed my life. You know, God has given me some answers. And uh, he's delivered me from it, and I love the opportunity to share it with other people. You just need a reminder that Paul was murdering Christians. And then after he met Jesus on the road
1: to Damascus, three days later, he's in the temple promoting Jesus. So it is possible to have a complete paradigm shift. It is. It is. Absolutely. All right. So the Stress Less Business Owner by Todd Hopkins, 10 Guiding Disciplines for a Stress Less Business Life. This idea for Bill. So you're saying Bill was you. Bill, Bill is the character, the main character in this story.
2: Bill's you? Well, uh, actually, the um, I'm lived out through all the characters. So, so really, the uh, several of the stories of different characters share are things that I had experienced in my life. So um, I can't specifically say Bill is me, but there are the nice thing about writing a, a fiction story is that you can include elements of truth, but then you you create the story to pull it all together. So really it's it's th- stories that all the different characters shared about themselves a lot of that comes from my own personal experience.
1: He's the owner, the leader, the super dude from Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning Services franchises available in your area and I want to tell you why we're talking about this because how often do you get an opportunity to truly look at a business opportunity? That is really based on Christ-centered principles. I just got done reading Todd's latest book, The Stressless Business Owner, which we're talking about today. But I also had a chance to read, which Todd made me promise I wouldn't talk about it because it's all the secret stuff, the culture book for Office Pride. And it is all about, they put all of their faith, all of the culture they're trying to build, their decision filters, which is what some people call core values. All in a book to say, "Hey, if you want to consider being a franchise owner with Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning Services, here is everything about us. See if this fits." And, and I've never seen a business do that. So, if you've ever had the hankering to run a business, but you want to work with a franchising company that is truly centered on Jesus, I really encourage you to check out Office Pride. And we've talked about Office Pride many times in the show. Todd's testimony and his willingness to be transparent and vulnerable on the air is something that attracts me. And then he added just recently a guy named Scott Ramsey. Scott Ramsey was with Todd as a franchise owner, he and his bride, for 13 years up in Indiana. They couldn't take the cold anymore, which, by the way, Indiana, not real cold when you compare it to Minnesota. So, I don't know what his real problem is, (laughs) because Indiana's like the tropics. And, And they come down here, and Scott's helping him find more franchise owners in Tampa Bay and across Florida. So, that's just my little plug. No, they didn't pay me to say those things. I just know. I've been watching Todd. His character precedes him, and he writes great books which describe his character. You could feel it in the book. And we're going to give away a couple of copies of The Stressless Business Owner after the bottom of the half hour. So, keep that I Work For Him listener line you should have it programmed in. Don't you think they should have it programmed in? Absolutely. 866 713 9675. 866 713 9675. All right, Todd. You wrote this book, The Stressless Business Owner, which is really you saying it's it's
2: almost like an autobiography. Well, absolutely there's there's personal stories that i weave in but you change the names to protect the innocent yeah and i could change the story just a little bit but uh uh but but anyway the message gets across i mean uh i've just found even in my own life i like reading stories Mm -hmm. and people will go from the beginning to the end of a book if there's a good story and sometimes your your best nuggets are hidden somewhere within that book and there's a lot of nuggets in this and i will tell you it is a great
1: Story and and you know I read a lot of books. The audience listening to I work for him, they know I read a ton of books. Last year seventy six, this year already fifteen. Wow. This this is and I've read all the books that you've actually. I think there's one that you wrote that you haven't shared with me yet that you mentioned the last time we had lunch. But I've read three of your books and. This is just as good as the janitor, and the janitor was fantastic because it awesome. tells a real story. So I want to talk about that, but let's just talk about stress for a minute. As you shared in the last segment, you've had a lot of stress in your life, and you used to handle it inappropriately. And then the Lord just gave you a wake-up call in, in 2012 where you, you know, you're almost having a heart attack, and God says, huh, hey, we got some changes that need to be made. Now let's look at it. So you worked through that, but then two years ago, your bride is uh, diagnosed with cancer. And as I remember you, when you told me that we're sitting down on lunch, red lobster, I think is where it was. There a free plug right here. And I work for him. And you share that with me there. Life is stressful. Oh, running a business is stressful. You've got hundreds of business owners that franchise under office pride, but nothing causes more stress than when your best friend gets sick. hmm. How have you and Michelle dealt with that stress over the last couple of years as she battled with cancer, won the battle over cancer. You got three kids in the, in the mix of all this. They were all teenagers and, and almost to, to their twenties. How, how have you put into practice the stressless business owner when your best friend started getting sick?
2: Well, actually, and, and then this book all started really after, after that, but what, I tell you what really got us uh, through it, and I, and the absolute shortcut to eliminating stress in your life, if you want to have a shortcut, if you don't have time to read a book, the shortcut is to just start worshiping God, just start praising God, exalting God, and all of a sudden, if we can get our, if we can start focusing on God, put our eyes on Him, by default, it takes our eyes off of ourselves. When we start to stress, it's because we're looking at ourselves so much. What's happening to me? our circumstances, all the things that's going on. So the shortcut to eliminating stress is praising God, worshiping God, exalting him. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to transfer those burdens to him. So Michelle and I was good at that. You know, we, we tried to just pray and, and just trust God with it and give him, um, our focus. And it took the focus off of ourselves. So um but that is a really tough discipline to develop thanking god praising god when life is tough it is it is uh, well and then of course you got to surround yourself with good friends and you know you're one of the guys i texted i mean one morning satan tried to knock my legs out from under me and he got me pretty good for about 30 minutes you know where i got too focused on the situation the circumstances uh with that <clears throat> cancer and and so forth but Uh, texting a few key people that you have in your life and having them text you back saying they're praying, quoting scripture, uh, rebuking Satan. And uh, within a half hour, I was kind of back focused uh, where I should be. And uh, I, uh, it didn't happen to me again after that. Mm. It's a great lesson for us
1: all to learn. And, and I appreciate the fact that you put it in writing. In your, in a story, the stressless business owner. And like I said, it's not the stressless business owner because it, it, you can't be completely unstressed. But you can stress a whole lot less. Yes. Especially as you're... Faith grows. You can stress a whole lot less. Scott Ramsey, as the what is your exact title? Like super development guy for office private what, what do they What do they call you? I mean, hey, that's the, pretty close. Super development guy. Area developer. A yeah. Super yeah. area developer guy. Okay, S A D. The SAD. There you go. So you're sad. That's that's tough. Super area developer guy. (laughs) That's good. That's (laughs) quick. That's quick. Okay. All right. So, Scott, you work for an amazing organization for a guy who just, you know, Todd's not perfect. We all know that. But he's at least living his faith out there on the street for everybody to see. Right. How have you seen... Todd, as you've made made this huge move, the huge cultural move of going from Indiana to Florida to to help set up more franchises here in the state of Florida, how have you seen Todd putting this, encouraging you to stress less as you've got this whole new responsibility? Because that's really, you know, he's he's trying to multiply this by writing a book. How are you, how is he encouraging you to stress less, but do a great job in what you're trying to do here?
3: Well, first of all, I'm under the guidance of a great leader. And I really believe that. Um, I, a couple of years ago, when my wife and I were struggling with our direction, um, you know, we lined up a phone call with Todd. We're in Indiana. He's down here in the warm weather. And and we're thinking, you know. <laughs> what? You, wait, I just got to stop here
1: and say, <laughs> have you lived here a summer yet? No. Okay. I just want, when we get to, when <laughs> we get to October, great. when we get to October, I want to see if you still, still really good. think it's awesome down here.
2: It is awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I, love, I never get tired of the hot weather. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So
3: so here we are up in Indiana and and Todd makes this phone call to us and and we're thinking, you know, what do we need to do next? What's our next step? Where do we want to go? What are we supposed to do? And Todd says, well, what's your dream? And I'm thinking dream (laughs) we're thinking about tomorrow. And he's thinking about our dream. And I just thought that was the the coolest question ever, because it gave us a chance to step back and look at where do we want to be when this is all said and done? and we were thinking Florida, warm weather, um, you know, not immediately, but down the road. How are we gonna build our business and get to where we wanna be so that we can live our, the the dream that we feel like God's putting on our heart? And so, you know, as Todd led us down that road, um, what I didn't tell him, we, we told him that, yeah, we'd love to be in Florida, somewhere near the beach, um, living in warmer weather, a place where our kids and family, friends could come and visit, and, um, I didn't tell him at that time that hey, we'd love to work for corporate, but that was part of we were thinking. You know, how can we still be a part of this great um, franchise um, that is centered on God um, and live live our dream at the same time? Well, here we are, Um, and you know, I had no idea Todd was going to give me a call and say, hey, we have a position that I think is a great fit for you. Carmen was already in the loop a little bit, working part time from corporate for corporate from Indiana. And that dream just all came together. It's just, it was an amazing journey. And Todd was a a, a great part of of helping us figure out what that was.
1: When the timing was right, God made it clear. That's right. And and that's what I love about God and and his divulging his will to us is that he always makes it clear when it's time for us to go. He'll cast a vision in our head, but until it's clear, we don't know when to move. Todd, here's my question for you there have been other large nationwide commercial. Cleaning companies that have been founded on God, but when their leader passed on or retired, they've lost their way. How are you going to make sure? And this is going to go into the next segment. But how I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you this question, but how are you going to make sure that this perpetuates past Todd Hopkins? Because I, I can give you at least two other names of companies that have crumbled when their godly leader left.
2: Yeah. Well, I tell you, I I believe one of the key qualities of a Christian business leader should be to grow future leaders. Mm -hmm. So the word perpetuate, that's it. So we're doing that now. I mean, we're all about perpetuating leadership. Uh, We have young people in our organization. Uh, We have uh, others that are committed to the values. So uh, we feel good. You know, I feel good about it. Uh, The uh, we have a great, we just uh, help teach people why we do what we do, why we believe what we believe Um, it. We attract others who are like-minded So, um, uh, we have exit plan, you know, a lot of exit plan, but an emergency plan in place. Uh, If something happens to me, uh, there are key people that are like-minded who would be in charge of helping facilitate that. So, we have plans in process, have board of advisors. So, you know... You bring up a great point. Office Pride Commercial
1: Office Cleaning Services. I just added a word. It doesn't say office in it, but Office Pride Commercial Cleaning Services. He's written a new book, and then I wanted to bring him on. Todd's been a, a big contributor and also a supporter of iWork for him. Just wrote this new book, The Stressless Business Owner, 10 Guiding Principles for a Stressless Business and Life. Todd, you and, and your bride,
2: Michelle, moved down here to Florida. Now, how many years ago was it for you? Uh, Well, we moved to Florida in 2002 and moved to Tampa area in 2013. And you moved your headquarters
1: from Indiana to Florida. Was that when? To Tampa in
2: 2013. Got it. Okay.
1: All right. But in that meantime, the Lord has expanded the vision of Office Pride. You really have fine-tuned your message. You're attracting Christ followers from all across the country to set up. To, to really buy franchises and to operate a commercial cleaning franchise under you. You got, how many states are you guys in now? We're in 24 states, have 130 franchises in 24 states. That's fantastic. So, in 24 states, it means you have tons of more growth opportunities. So, oh, somebody's yeah. looking for an opportunity to be a business owner, but be supported by a truly Christ centered headquarters organization. How do they get a hold of somebody in your franchising division?
2: Well, uh, the, the best way to learn about us and, and reach us is through the website officepridefranchise.com. Uh, you can call our office, which is 727-754-5991. Actually, they'll get to Scott through that number. and uh, But that's really the best way to reach us. Okay, officepridefranchise.com, officepridefranchise.com.
1: And locally here in, in the greater Tampa area, and I know his influence is everywhere, Scott Ramsey. Scott, you have, have just taken on this role, but what an exciting opportunity to connect great people, and many of whom love Jesus, with a phenomenal franchise opportunity to really grow a business. How fun is that for you?
3: Oh, it's it's super exciting because we've been there, we've done it, we, we know it can happen. And, you know, you find those go-getters. Uh, people that have that desire to um, run their own faith-based business uh, through an opportunity like Office Pride, um, it's
1: it's it's exciting to be a part of. All right, now Todd, let's just talk about your book a little bit. You wrote this book; it just got released when, earlier this year, or late last year. I can't remember. Was it, was it earlier this year or late last year? Yeah, I know January, January, just January this year. So it was it's was, it just a few months ago. I'm he got it to me right away. It was my fault. The schedule was too busy to be able to get on it right away. The stress less business owner: ten guiding disciplines for a stress less business life. Phenomenal story about Bill, the business owner, uh, and it was a cleaning business. Talk to me about Bill. What was his
2: life like? That this book. I mean, you wrote the story about Bill. Who who was Bill? Well, Bill. Bill's your typical business owner. He he had a best friend. There, there. Uh, his best friend just turned fifty. Bill's about to turn fifty. And the book starts out at a funeral, and it's his best friend's funeral, who died of a heart attack. And uh, you know, Bill's looking at this situation, knowing that he's next if things don't change. And so then some folks come into his life to help teach him how to uh, uh, begin the process of eliminating stress in his life, and and really start to regain joy. But what was his life
1: like? What was his life like at home?
2: Well, he uh, he he uh, him and his wife were. Um, you know, they were just busy. It was hectic. Uh, his son, you know, always trying to get on the school bus. And and then at work, uh, there was constant issues. So it was a, a, a compilation of family issues. You know, there was construction going on in his house during this book. Uh, so all these things were happening and, and stress was piling up. So you grab Bill at the beginning
1: of this journey where he's just lost his best friend and he doesn't have any confidant anymore. He has nobody to go to for that stress. You introduce him to the idea of something about upstairs.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so another interesting component about this is, of course, he uh, was not strong in his faith at all. You know, So that, that element was really missing in his life. Uh, but he uh, got invited, uh, uh, somebody there at the funeral, saw him, started talking to him, uh, invited him to Upstairs Group, which is this group of business owners who meet – as often as needed, and they remind each other of these stress-less disciplines that have helped them so much because just learning disciplines doesn't do the trick. You have to learn, practice, uh, and have people who can hold you accountable, and you can remind each other of how they work. And if there's 10 people in a group like this on any given week, at least one of them are in a valley and the other nine can help them out. And that's what I loved
1: about it is that this this group that you described was really a phenomenal accountability group. It was, it was a business-focused group that met at a great restaurant with great food, which it made me hungry the entire way through the book. Hmm. But was that, you know, the 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 place where they met at, the upstairs group, was that modeled after any of those great restaurants here in Tampa Bay?
2: <laughs> well, uh, no, I mean, it, we, there was a marina. I, I love the restaurants with the marina view, and, you know, so we— tied in a little bit of that but but uh no specific restaurant okay. in mind. All right. All right. So
1: but the upstairs group Bill
2: just gets invited and it turns out earlier or later
1: on the story gets revealed that the reason Bill gets invited why? Well,
2: Bill's in. Well, later on. Oh, yeah, so later I'm on. I'm giving away the story. Well, well, oh, okay, do okay, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. There's, <laughs> That's there's okay. A, I could, I could no, tell. no, no. I, I feel uh,
1: sufficiently disciplined right now. Let's go back to these <laughs> ten disciplines. Bill, needless to say, Bill's life has lots of room for improvement and need for margin. Right. And these ten guiding disciplines for a stress less business life. Everybody listening to this show can benefit from these ten disciplines Yeah. Now, are you willing to give some of that yeah, away? Let's, or, let's are, go through them. No, absolutely. Okay, because you know you're is kind of selfish with these. You don't want to give no, them away. You no. don't want I give away the
2: story. Oh, the this story is. A, I'm ready.
1: I'm ready to share. This, this year. is a great story. And in fact, well, we'll go through a couple. Of, we're going to give away a couple of copies of this book today. So, okay, there's ten principles. The first principle. And this is a really, really good. One, and oh, every yeah. Christ follower. This is. We all need to start here. The discipline to replace bad emotions with good emotions.
2: How do you do that? Oh, I tell you, it's uh it's to me, it's one of the easiest ones to to actually get good at, but most people never do. So uh, you know, I was in the airport and the flight was delayed, and all of a sudden, um, you know, I'm thinking I'm not gonna make it home tonight. And I started stressing, and you know, it was during the three months I was writing this book, and I kept telling myself, "Don't stress, don't stress. You're writing a stress-less book. You're not supposed to stress." And the more I started telling myself not to stress, guess what? I was doing Getting more stressed. Of. So, you know, it's like my emotions were screaming out at me, saying, "Todd, if if you don't want us to stress, how do you want us to feel?" And it wasn't until I, I made a conscious decision that, you know what, rather than stress, rather than tell myself not to stress, I'm going to choose a different emotion. Give me an example of what that looks like. Yeah. So I decided there that day in this airport, I said, I'm going to choose love and patience. I'm going to be the most loving and patient passenger in this airport. And and all of a sudden, you know, my I, my steps started getting lighter. My decision making started becoming more clear. Uh I needed to figure out how to get home. I texted my assistant, asked her if she could help me figure it out. She sent me a solution. I was home an hour later than I was originally scheduled to be, probably before the original flight ever left Louisville. But I had to train myself. So now when I start to stress, I ask myself, if I don't want to stress, how do I want to feel? And then my, I start focusing on the positive emotion, not the negative. You mentioned
1: something else in there in the middle that your assistant in this book, Bill's got an assistant, Eamon, and which is a very interesting name. (laughs) And but Eamon is he is a huge encourager for Bill. Yep. he really is a hard worker. He's a detail guy, you know, because a lot of times people running businesses like you, they're 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 idea people and they're visionaries. But a lot of times they're not a detail person. So does Eamon describe your assistant a lot?
2: Well uh certainly an uh, assistant she's, she's listening today so be careful what you say <laughs> yeah yeah so certainly assistant should be somebody who can take a lot off your plate and you don't have to worry about it and, and uh, even quadruple the amount of work a CEO can do a good assistant can so uh, there are definitely elements there that would uh, match up to uh, the you know my assistant but that's a really key point that a lot of CEOs they do too much detail work
1: and it slows them down for doing the work that they're really gifted to do.
2: Sure, it sucks energy, and and when your energy starts getting sucked away from you, that's that actually creates a stressful environment. So mm, we don't it, want that. No, okay. Discipline number two, to work ahead and not procrastinate. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, what a great time to talk about that. It's tax season, right? So it's coming up. Uh, <laughs> Come on, so, there's still a week. Uh, I, was, I was terrible at this. I'm, I'm so much better at it now because, you know, when we procrastinate, it puts the deadline in charge of our life, and that's a very stressful situation. And we wait to the last minute to do something, and people wait to the last minute. They, they tend to think that they're really good, and they say, oh, I'll do my best work at the last minute. But really, we should do our best work when our best work's needed. And I found that uh, by preparing well in advance, and especially a speaking gig or a presentation – uh, getting facts researched, all these things so that you can just brush up right before the end. It can uh, uh, give you a chance to enjoy the moment. So uh, even with tax season, preparing ahead of time and dotting those i's crossing those t's all along the way sure makes life a lot better there's n- no reason to be stressing i always
1: wonder why people stress out so much about taxis and as business people like if you've been doing your work all day all year long all it is is producing a report give it to your cpa you're all done if you've done your work all year long it's print a report turn it over give her the backup of quickbooks it's it just it's amazing to me that people stress about that but you're right okay yeah.
2: well, it's procrastination okay. that's so causing the stress replace not the bad the
1: emotions with good emotions work ahead and not procrastinate but number three was a really really good one yeah discipline to identify and eliminate stress triggers
2: yeah so uh uh, basically a stress trigger for us uh, when our kids were small was in the school bus coming around the corner and we couldn't find the shoes (laughs) and uh, it's like the school bus kept getting closer and we're like where's the shoe where's his shoes at and and of course that was always my wife's fault she thought it was my fault um you know uh the kids we were blaming the kids and so finally, uh, when we got the kids on the bus one day, we, uh, she collapses on the couch, and I'm sitting there, I'm frustrated, and I asked myself two questions, which changed my life. The first one is, does it have to be this way? And the answer is almost always no. And the second question is, what needs to change for it to not be this way? So we went out to our garage and found an old uh, toy box, wooden toy box, we brought that inside our house, put it by the front door, and called that the shoe bin. After that, anytime we saw shoes, we threw them in there and they were always there when the bus was coming. And we were able to identify the stress trigger, the school bus, the loss of shoes, and come up with a solution. It didn't have to be that way. And now I've applied that through business. I teach that. Well, really, it works. real quick,
1: give us give us an example
2: of a stress trigger you eliminated um, in business, really quick. Uh, well there's there's tons so let's just say for me specifically uh, could be doing workshop in training we know the training group is coming in there's something specific that has to be done so instead of having that hang over my head and be stressful for three four months and then waiting till the night before to try to put it all together I work ahead I get my presentation done I Practice it. I have fun. That way, when people come in town, I can visit with them. I can have dinner with them. We can do the workshop. There's no stress involved, uh, as opposed to wait until the last minute. So you're saying, number two, work ahead and not procrastinate, is actually eliminating a stress trigger. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to do it. All right, Todd
1: Hopkins, you wrote this book, The Stressless Business Owner. 10.0. Guiding disciplines for a stressless business life. The first three were replace bad emotions with good emotions, work ahead and not procrastinate, identify and eliminate stress triggers. Ah, this was a good one.
2: This is one I'm definitely guilty of. The discipline to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. So I, I would wake up in the middle of the night, be like three o'clock in the morning, and I'd start thinking about things and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I might, you know, I'd be relived something that happened five years ago. It didn't even matter anymore. Or maybe I was worried about something. And so next thing you know, I, I wake uh, Well, I'm not waking up because I'm already awake, but I get up and I, I'm I'm too tired to give the day ahead of me my best. So I one morning, finally, I just at three o'clock in the morning, I thought, you know, God, I, I know uh, it's not your will for me to to wake up in the middle of the night, to not get a good night's sleep and to worry about things. And so I got in there and I just started reading and I must have been in Proverbs. I had to be in Proverbs three that day. So maybe it was the third day of the month. And uh, I discovered a formula for a good night's sleep. And, and that's, so we're going to give that away? Yeah, sure. Okay, it's Proverbs 3, 21 through 24. And uh, so there it's, My son, do not let wisdom or understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They'll be like life to you, like a ornament to grace your neck. So those things, that's what we've got to get. And here's what happens. Then you will go on your way in safety. That's a good thing, right? Uh, your foot will not stumble. Another good thing. Uh, when you lie down, you'll lie down. You won't be afraid. And when you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. So it's a promise. There's a promise there. Yeah. And so I I, I read that. I go, sweet sleep. I, I, that's what I want. That's what I'm after. I mean, I was praying God would give me that. And so to get that, I, I need to be seeking wisdom, understanding, sound judgment, and discretion. And... But I'll tell you what, finding those, what are those things? And so I end up spending the whole morning just trying to figure, God, what are what's your definition of wisdom, understanding, sound judgment, and discretion? I go through this in this book, and if we can get a handle on seeking and getting those things, uh, we can sleep through the night. And since I've done that, I haven't woke up in the middle of the night worried and not been able to go back to sleep again.
1: I loved it because it was... It's one of those things that every business owner and leader struggles
2: with. This is something that everybody struggles with. It is. I always say anybody have ever wake up in the middle of the night, have trouble going back to sleep cuz you're thinking about something, and almost everyone raises their hands. One of the cool things about these 10 disciplines is some people don't have problems with some of these things. But if you just if there's just one of them, they can help you eliminate a lot of stress in your life, then it's been it's been worth the effort. All right. Discipline number five, the discipline to celebrate progress, not perfection.
1: Wow. Now for a detail guy, that's a tough one for me.
2: Yeah. You know, so uh, I tell you, it's always been tough for me because I'm real competitive. I'm I'm almost a perfectionist, but where it really reared its head was not in business. It was uh, coaching my son's baseball. And I remember uh, he was an all-star when he was 13 and played in the uh, Dizzy Dean World Series up in the Memphis, Tennessee area. And we went to that, uh, and, and they were had made it to, like, the top five. They lost their first game and had worked their way all the way back up. There were only five teams left. My son Sam was batting. his two ball uh, – uh, excuse me, no balls, two strikes, 0-2. I'm sitting in the stands thinking, uh, you know, I hope you don't strike out. And this was one of the best pitchers in the whole tournament. The guy unleashes the ball, and Sam absolutely crushes it. I mean, it was a mile high. And I'm sitting there, I'm so excited watching this ball, just know it's going to be a home run. And all of a sudden, it, it hits the fence and falls in uh, to the ground, just in front of the fence. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's a World Series. He, he almost had a home run. He was inches away from a home run. He, he got under it too much. And I thought, I'm just going to have to have a talk with him on the way back about le- leveling out the swing. I mean, this was the kind of baseball dad I was. And, and you know, there I was. Uh, I was unhappy. I was thinking about what could have been. I looked out at second base, and now reflecting on that absolutely changes my way of thinking. I looked out at second base. Sam had his arms in the air. Man, he was happy. It's a double. I mean, he had a double in a World Series. Uh, Ten seconds earlier, he was at the plate against one of the toughest pitchers in the tournament. No balls and two strikes. He was celebrating progress, but yet I was seeking perfection, and I've just learned to uh, the the and it causes a lot of stress, by mm, the way. And I had does. a do over with my youngest son, so and I'm better, and I'm getting to coach my my that son in business now. But I've just learned let's celebrate progress. Let's you know we can we can have our perfection, our goals, and use that to help establish dreams and action plans. But when we go to measure where we are, let's look and measure where we come from. And if you think about it, Jim, spiritually, man, we've come a long way. You know, and we a good thing we God were lost, doesn't celebrate. now we're found, right? That's
1: right. And good thing God doesn't just wait for us to be perfect because we'd be in deep, deep trouble. That's right. Uh, let's take a break and talk to Scott Ramsey. Scott Ramsey's been sitting over there just learning and absorbing it all, but being real quiet. Scott, you've got a job of helping Christ followers out there listening to this show. Connect with OfficePrideFranchise.com, OfficePrideFranchise.com, to Research finding out whether a franchise with Office Pride is right for them. Who's the perfect? Who is the perfect candidate for an Office Pride franchise?
3: Yeah, we're we're looking for a person, or sometimes even a couple, married couple, uh, that are they, they want to own their own business, they want to grow a business, and they're go getters. Um, they are uh, attracted to a faith based culture. Matter of fact, that's something that's essential for us. Um, that that's that has to be a good fit for them um and that um they can they they want to scale their business and we can help them do all that so not just looking to
1: do the cleaning to actually they're looking to have 10 crews cleaning
3: Oh, certainly. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the
1: kind of thing. Not somebody just looking for a, a job, but looking for an adventure. It, it's not it's not
3: a job, it's a business. And we, we'll teach them how to, to run that business and give them the, the, You'll skills give them that the they secrets. You'll give all the secrets. Yeah, certainly. How do people get a hold of you, Scott Ramsey? Yes, they can get a hold of me directly at 727 754
1: 5991. Or at OfficePrideFranchise.com. <laughs> OfficePrideFranchise.com. Todd, I want to get through these next five disciplines, but we've only got a few minutes left. so okay.
2: we're gonna we're gonna have to do them lightly. yeah, okay. all right. Discipline to learn from mistakes and not dwell on them. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, it's uh very biblical by the way. I, it, Isaiah talks about it uh, the you know, don't look behind and uh, God's got a new thing for us. so uh, I found that one of the biggest reasons why people don't achieve their goals and dreams in business, is they tend to dwell on all the obstacles, all the mistakes, things that happened in the past. They focus more time thinking about those things than they do achieving their goals and dreams. So, And, and by doing that, it creates a tremendous amount of stress. It's all self-inflicted. And we got to just learn from them and move on. Absolutely.
1: Discipline of investing, quality and loving
2: relationships. Boy, that's what the Upstairs Club was all about. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, somebody can say, well, what's uh, having quality and loving relationships got to do with uh, stressing less? Well, the flip side of that is bad relationships create a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. So we want to be intentional about investing in quality and loving relationships and and, uh, you know, when we don't have the energy uh, uh, or strength to love someone, then let's let God love them through us. Mm. You know, which, which is where prayer comes in. When you absolutely. pray for somebody, you can learn to love them in a way that you couldn't if you weren't praying for them. You got it. All
1: right. Well, talk about praying for them. Discipline to spend quiet time each morning with God that first hour of the day.
2: Yeah. So I I, I like uh, uh, I was reading Dr. Bill Thrasher's book on Journey to Victorious Praying, and and uh, he, he uh, was talking about uh, how he had learned the value of, of spending an hour of quiet time and you could get more work done in four hours than if you skipped quiet time and worked eight hours. Oh, so true. And uh, so I, I really started trying to practice that, but also learned that by spending quiet time with God, it helped me be more efficient during the day, more productive. He would go before, I could go through my day under his authority And with access to his wisdom and resources, as opposed to my limited wisdom and resources.
1: It is so true. I can tell you, I've been doing this now for years. If I skip my one hour in the morning, I can't ever seem to get anything done during the day. It's harder. It's harder. It it is so unbelievable. All right. Number nine, discipline to get and keep your financial house in order. Why is that so important?
2: Well, obviously, uh, stress, uh, they say, you you read the reports, number one cause of stress, especially in marriage, is financial related. Mm -hmm. So we see it in business too. Uh, but first thing they got to do is they just got to get organized. They get their financials uh, accurate. But I, I find when people don't know where they stand financially, they're stressed all the time. If they don't know where their money's going, they're in trouble. Yeah, so it's the first thing we'll do, and we go coach a business owner is start working on the finances. All right, last one discipline to have a preset go to reading for encouragement and focus. Yeah, so, you know, when things are tough, it's a bad time to choose. Uh, make decisions and so i have preset reading i go to for encouragement and focus and it helps remind me of why i do what i do and uh so if i'm in a funk and um i i just pull that out and it's already biblical guiding principles in my life that i've chosen are important to me mm. <laughs> Todd Hopkins, it, we, we'll have to do another show. We had to
1: rush through those, but what an incredible book. The Stressless Business Owner, 10 Guiding Disciplines for a Stressless Business in Life. Thank you, Todd Hopkins.
2: Always a pleasure.
1: Thanks for having me. Scott Ramsey, great job promoting the franchise. People get all Scott Ramsey at officepridefranchise.com. That's officepridefranchise.com. Thank oh. you, Scott. All right, Todd, Scott, it was a great conversation. I really want people to check you out but we got to say goodbye. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, it's my mission field, but ultimately, I work for him.